with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapanorama, TLT, round 21. We've got the teams. The teams have dropped. A few of the things we already know about, of obviously playing last weekend as a tragedy in Cleary and Moses and such, but we'll go through the teams, the ins, the outs, the talking points. Um, I'm going to go through um, the most bought and sold. Obviously, trades are at a premium now. You've got to be really careful about what you use. Um, you know, some people are using final trade, you know, to get rid of Cleary, which I don't know if I agree with. I, I know it's a lot of money to sit on your bench, but I mean, if it, last week was anything to, as an example, you can lose both your halves in one round. A lot of people own Moses and Cleary. So um, you are setting yourself up. But there's a lot of people this week that have they've got nothing. They can't do anything about it because they went down to zero trades last week. So if you want to do it, you're going to be in the same boat as them. A touch wood, nothing else bad happens. But it's a worry if you're going to let yourself go down to one. If you've got a strong 17, maybe sit on it for a week, you know, as a... As a a bit of advice. Um, we'll go through the most bought and sold. I'll give my two cents on that. Um, I'll talk about trades if I'm going to do any. Um, and we will go through the maybe not really sits or starts. I think this round is a really good one for playing most people that you want to play. Maybe there's some stronger matchups for starts, which we'll cover. Uh, and we'll also go to VCs and Cs. We're heading into the last few rounds of Super Coach for the year. Oh, how sad. Head-to-head finals. So um, good luck to all of you who are going into your head-to-head finals. I'm in 10 leagues, and I've made every final. So that's a good year for me. I play cashy, so I'll be concentrating on the ones that's going to win me money, you know, and that's how I'll sort of strategically play those ones. Um, but, look, it's the it's the mad rush towards the end of the year. Whatever your goals are, might be the top 5,000, might be the top 1,000. You might want to get the top 100, or if you're right there in the hunt, the top 10, you, you know, you want to get top 10 or win. Um, so it's going to be an exciting sort of finish to the year. It's a bummer losing probably three of the best super coach players in Tommy Turbo, Paps, and Cleary, you know, for the whole year. Uh, well, you know, for the rest of the year, it's a lot of those big ceiling players that have, are gone, which is a pity. But it's going to make for lots of interesting, different ways to go about it. I covered on my Sunday night podcast some of the different options that people could go, whether you're going to go a halfback. I've had a few questions to the socials, um, you know, would you like Hughes or DC or would I prefer because people have Hines in fullback, that you bring Hines up from fullback and grab a fullback? Yes, I would. Fullbacks have that beautiful ceiling. We saw even Drinkwater a ton last week. We've seen Teddy the week before with a big 150. They can go big um, in the fullback position, and I, I would probably prefer a fullback. Although players like Hughes and DC, they each have three 100s for the year, so they're not the worst. It just depends on, on the makeup of your team, what you like, what your funds are, um, but I would probably, me, you know, I would probably go a fullback. Um, let's kick it off with the teams. The Roosters are up against the Broncos. Broncos a bit of an un, a bit of a flat game last week. I think they got rolled by the Tigers, which is good to see because the Tigers got ripped off the week before. Um, but the Roosters were pretty flat as well. They basically played a reserve grade team, seven players out, um, and I thought they looked flat. 
you know, they looked really flat in the second half particularly. Um, so both teams, I think, are going to want to bounce back this week. It is a home game for the Roosters. Um, and, you know, they I think it's the SCG. So they that's where they do their best work. Um, Collins is out because um, he got another HIA. Butcher is out, suspended. Lodge is going to start. Um, and it's going to be May and Thomas that come in on the bench. So a couple of force changes there for the Chooks. Um, you know, but Lodge has been good off the bench and I don't think that'd be a huge loss. I mean, Collins has been good too, but, um, no, no, no important, you know, (laughs) key players out there. Look, I said on my Sunday podcast, it looked like there's too many cooks in the kitchen there for the roosters. Um, Manu hogs it like, well, which is great for super coach. He's having a a wow of a year, but you've got Manu hogging it. Teddy calling for the ball. Kiri is in the six, but still calling for the ball as much as, um, you know, Sam Walker is, uh, you know, even when Watson comes on, he's such a hog and just runs all the time. I really hope they find some synergy. I hope that they find a, a dominant voice out there. Uh, it should be Sam Walker. Um, you know, and you, uh, I would be absolutely making Teddy. When Teddy wants the ball, give him the ball, you know, um, and everyone else there can chime in as as it, as it suits. Um, look, he's too good a coach, Robbo, to not be noticing what it looked like on the field last week in that second half. They just overplayed their hands totally. Um, and, you know, they should be back on, hopefully, you know, we'll finish the year better. Um, the Broncos, uh, they were abnormally bad. Big loss for them, though, in their team. Um, Carrigan is out for that hip drop. Uh, has it even, he's gotten referred straight away. So we don't know how long it's going to be. But I would not be expecting, if you're a Carrigan owner, that you're going to get him back anytime soon. Maybe a couple of weeks, maybe even the rest of the year, much like Cleary. Um, it's going to be Hetherington that starts in lock and Cobo! Cobo's back. Kick and tra- oh, that's... I can't get any of my sound effects right. Here, let's go. I'm going to... I'm doing it. I'm getting a round of applause. Cobo's back! He's back! Yeah! Uh, so Cobo's back on the bench. It's going to be Hooter that jumps out of the team. Turpin is back on the bench and Pakes is out. Um, they'll want to bounce back this week, um, but they're both, I think, desperate. You know, the Broncos want a top four, and the Roosters are in a mad hunt of four teams trying to take that eighth spot. So um, I really think this is going to be a goer of a game, um, and, you know, I think that they'll both be you know, keyed up for it. Um, on to the next game, the Storm versus the Titans. It's a Storm home game. They... Broke their uh, losing streak last week with a scrappy old win over the uh, Warriors. Well, it's not a hard matchup this week either. You play the Titans, um, who are away to the Melbourne Storm. Wishart is going to come in at fullback because Meany is injured. He was um, six or something percent owned as well. So there could be people that have lost quite a few. Maybe a Moses, a Carrigan, a bloody... You know, meanie, uh, you know, hopefully haven't been that unlucky, but um, it's going to be Wishart to fullback. Nofo is going to come straight in onto the wing. Um, we were hoping it would be for Anderson, who's not the great. Oh, he's been okay, hasn't he? He's been all right. He got 50-something last week, didn't he? Um, but he's still in the team. He's going to go into the centres because Olam has COVID. Um, so Anderson survives. Nofo gets his first game in a Melbourne jersey. Um, nice matchup too as well. So I can see Nofo going pretty large this week on the end of their back line. Um, so Anderson survives. He's in the centres. Um, Cheese is going to come in onto the bench. Um, now, I don't know who dropped out. Was it McDonald? I don't know. Um, oh, Coates is in the 20 as well, I noticed. Um, so he. I don't know if it's a late change this week, particularly um, because he's a winger. You know, they might 
Eight, you know, because they've obviously lost a centre. You know, I think that they've got Nofo, um, you know, coming in for his first game. They probably might give him another week, but he is in the extended squad. So it'll be interesting if it's a late change. If it's a late change, who does he go and take? You know, maybe Eremiah. Um Under the Titans, Campbell is going to start at fullback now. That's going to be Brimson up into the 5'8 position, and Tanner Boyd starts at halfback. Sexton's gone. He's out. He's out of the bloody 17. You know, well, I mean, I'm not against it. Uh, he's he's really on thin ice, coach. But I really think that Sexton's been quite underwhelming this year. So um, Brimson's going to be in 5'8", and Boyd's going to start at halfback. Campbell's going to be in the fullback. Um, Marju comes in on the bench. You know, um, you know, get him in and put him on a wing. He'll finish some tries nicely. <laughs> I don't know what about that bench, but I mean, anyway, whatever. Do what you got to do, mate, coach. Um, this is a very good matchup for the Storm. You'd think at home. Um, on to Manly Seagulls versus the Eels. Um, this, the all the players, the fill-ins are out in your Smalley, your Seguiaro, your Seki, and Fulton. Um, De Lewis and Bullymore are going to go onto the extended bench. I really thought Bullymore provided a little bit for them uh, in that game. I thought he might survive in the seventeen personally, but he's out into the extended bench. Burbo comes in on the bench, um, and Schuster's out of the uh, seventeen. He's in the eighteenth. Bit of an attitude, maybe. I think I don't know. Um, but those are the few changes there for the Manly Seagulls. Uh, over to the Eels. The only change is Moses. Poor old Moses with his broken finger um, is going to be out, and Arthur is going to come into the team. Don't boo him, guys. He should be the next cab off the rank there in the halves if someone's injured. It's not him going on the bench, taking up a bench role. Um, over to the next game, it's the Bunnies versus the Warriors. A very nice matchup here as well for the Bunnies. Hopefully, bloody Latrell bounces back because he was wretched last week. Get Go and have a dig, mate. That's what Ado says. Go and have a dig. You bloody... Have I got an... Where is it? No, that's not it. Here we go. Are you for real? Latrell. Come on, mate. Get in there and have a go and get me a big ton this week. Um, but it's a very good matchup for them. Milne's going to come back into the centres because Cartwright is injured. Burgess is out suspended for the week. So Nichols is going to come in on the bench. And Nick Arima's out. Um, and it's going to be replaced by Taff. Uh, he could be a bit of an AE nightmare if you've still held Taff and you were hoping that he nuffed off into the horizon. He didn't. He's back on the bench. Um, over to the Warriors, there's a few changes, as there always is when you're losing. Um, Pompey is out, so Aiken is going to go to the centres. If you own if you own Aiken, that's going to be a small worry. Not the best matchup, and he's going to be going out to the centres. Sirenin's going to start in the second row forward, um, and... He and Tavaga is out. So Penny is going to start at lock. Um, Egan is going to play 5-8 because CHT is out. Um, and because Egan is going into 5-8, Lusik is going to be the hooker. Um, you've got Murchie starting in the second row and Curran onto the bench. And the person that comes in, obviously, because... Uh, Penny is going to go into lock. It will be Ojakolo is going to come in on the bench. So quite a few changes in there for them. Uh, not great if you're a current owner, I tell you that much. Uh, and uh, Egan at five well, was pretty good actually. He looked a bit lively out there when he was in the halves filling in last week. So uh, over to the Raiders, it's just going to be Rapana out for Hopawati, who was good I think when he came in and covered those uh, Rapana suspension. He'd probably be suspended again next week. 
know the way he plays and hop away to you'll come back into the team uh over to the panthers we know the big news cleary gone and we've got the answer it's going to be o'sullivan at halfback and salmon is going to come in on the 5-8 so um it was not kurt falls it's going to be salmon i think kurt falls still had a bit of an injury didn't he um and was touch and go so they've gone with salmon um Crichton is going to come back into the centres uh, and Eisenhuth and Staines drop out. Kenny's going to go onto the bench as well. Um, so those are the changes for them. Um, I hope the Raiders can get them with those halves out. I, I still not, I'm not expecting it. It's a home game for the Raiders, but I'm not expecting it. Uh, over to the Sharks versus the Dragons. A good matchup here too for the Sharks, I think. But the, the Dragons can be plucky. And they can give teams a little bit of trouble. Um, but the Sharks at home are good. It's going to be a big loss for them, though. They lose Kennedy, and he's gone for a number of weeks. It's going to be Dykes into fullback. I know um, people thought it would have, was going to be that other bloke, wasn't it? But he's not. It's going to be Dykes getting a debut there. Um, Hunter's out, so Hamlin Ueli is going to start, and that brings Trindle onto the bench. The Dragons, no changes. Uh, (laughs) Good on you, Dragons. Uh, Over to the Dogs, no changes at all. Um, Although RFM, who was injured, is now onto the extended bench. Over to the Cows. Um, This is a pretty good matchup, probably for the Cows. They're away, though. Um, and the dogs have been pretty good. Um, but Felt is out, so it's going to be Hammer onto the wing. And unfortunately for us, um, Robson owners, the person to come in on the bench replacing the Hammer is Granville. So hopefully Granville comes in and plays lock type stuff or, you know, as a running something. It doesn't take minutes from Robson because I want Robson for 80 minutes. Uh, over to the Tigers versus the Bro- to the Knights for the last game. Uh, Hastings, we know, copped that injury as a result of the hip drop from Carrigan. So it's going to be Pole into lock. That's not too bad. Pole is just, you know, he's chugging along. He hasn't been scoring as well as we'd hoped in the last couple of weeks. Not like wretched AE type stuff, but him at lock is probably a... Good, good thing. Um, and Freeban is going to come in and get a go on the bench there for the Tigers. Over to the Knights. Best is back for his one game. He'll probably get injured this week and then go out again. Um, and Tuala's going to go from the centres out to the wing. I think it was Heimel Hunt there last week. Clem is out as well. Um, and it's going to be Jacob Saifidi to start. So um, that's the teams. Nothing super relevant really outside of sort of Moses, um and Cleary, Carrigan, um, Meany. Um, if you're a you know a long-suffering Cobo owner and you held him, you'll be ecstatic to have him back this week. Um, let's have a look at trades for me this week. I don't think I'm going to do anything. Um, I could move this week, but I I play a bit of both. I play overall and I play. Um, Head-to-head, I'm in cash comps. I've made top fours in a lot of my teams. So I'd like to, if I make it through this week, I'd like to save trades for when I need them. If something bad happens and I'm in a head-to-head sort of elimination and I need to make a move, that's my preference. Um, I can make a good 17 this week. And I know it's not ideal because it's a high-scoring position in the halfback spot um, and Cleary is one of those ceiling players so I'm really taking someone who can go 150 out of my team um, which is a risk in itself um, And but I've got Hines there who's a decent enough play and I've got a pretty strong 17 so I 
I'm going to sit on it. I'm going to sit on it for this week um, because I just think I can make a good 17. And we saw last week people that went down and they touched wood. They went down to zero and then they lost both halves. You know, it's that's a wretched, bad, horrible amount of luck, unfortunately. So I kind of worry about that. And especially, you know, I mean, all of out with COVID this week. We don't got COVID in there neighborhood you know in the area as well so you've got to play it smart and i'm going to try to play it smart um look sits i don't really think there's anything that's too much of a worry i think you could play your broncos and roosters they're sort of both at the same sort of level i think that'll be possibly a high scoring game storm and titans you're not going to own many titans outside of Fafita. it's not a great matchup really for him um would you sit for feeder i don't know he, he can go 100 at any time and hopefully i mean Oh, it's a frustrating own. I don't know why I brought him in. I thought he'd get a ton by now. I don't know if he's going to get one. Well, Melbourne have been a little bit uh, average, haven't they? So maybe you do play him. Um, and look, Manly Eels, I don't think that they're going to hurt each other really for scoring. You know, it's a big loss, Moses, I think, for the Eels. The Eels are away, so I think you can probably play your Manly players with uh, a fair element of um, confidence, although we do have, we know that, you know, hopefully it's not a split, dressing room from them that's um what fox sports and all of them will try to say but i can't see it i think you know um they'll come back in uh, hopefully they really step up and go hard so your olas and all um you know you, you expect a big game out of them and, and they've got to be better for um you know they've got to be better f- for having all those guys back in uh not that the guys that came in did a bad job but um the bunnies versus the warriors is an absolutely juicy matchup um you you know, who do you own? You, you, if you've got Aiken and you're playing him, um, him in the centres up against the Bunnies away uh, could be a worry, I guess, if you've got good depth. Um, and if you've got Curran, you'd absolutely sit him. He's coming off the bench. So, um, you know, of course, um, Raiders versus the Panthers, I will be selective. I mean, it's a Raiders home game, and it's just a bit of an unknown about how they're going to respond without Cleary and Luai. They were good in the second half with 12 players against the Eels, I thought. So I'm not scared, scared. I mean, there's a lot of people that own players like Yo and Happy. I think absolutely um, you're going to be playing them. Um, I'd be a little selective, I guess, about May. Not Toto. I mean, I can't not play Toto. So maybe I'll sit May and I'll play Targo, and I'll, I don't know, you know, but you could maybe sit one of those outside backs if you if you want, but the Raiders are certainly no defensive powerhouse, let's put it that way. So I don't feel like that's a worry if you've got to play your Panthers players at all. Um, on to the dogs versus the cows. I think that you could play your dogs and your cows. Um, the dogs have shown a real aptitude for scoring points um, and playing well, you know, in, in recent times. So if you've got your Burtons, you've got your Foxes, um, you've got your uh, who's the other? Karaz. He was sensational last week. You could probably play him. You know, they're good, um, the cows, but I don't think they've been as good in recent weeks. They, were, they did get uh, give them a spanking last week, the old Dragons, but um, uh, if I look at their last four weeks, I think that was their best game out of the four weeks. So I'd probably play your Karaz for sure, and I'd probably play my Burton, and I'd probably play... You know, whatever. You know, and, and definitely the cows. It is an away game for the cows. Um, I think they've had some good away wins, haven't they? So you, you're not going to sit Val or drink water, of course, or, or Lolo probably, um, or Robson. You know, it's not great that uh, Granville's on the bench. Um, Tigers and Knights, whatever. If you own any of them, good luck to you. Um, 
Okay, let's go and have a look at the most bought and sold players. You know, not lots of people don't have heaps and heaps of trades. You'd expect you to see Cleary on the top of the list. But I'll give my two cents on it. Um, if you've played your game smart, you've got some trades in there, and we'll have a look at what the trends are and what I think of it uh, in the next bit. Right, kicking it off with the most traded out. It's Cleary, a massive 42.6%. You've got a player who's worth nearly 700K, so it makes a lot of sense. He lost 85K last week. Huge money. Um, but he is a premium, premium player. If you are somebody who has two trades at least, um, it probably is the smartest play that you can do to move him on to another premium. You can't pull a premium from your team in one of those premium spots, being halfback, fullback, um, you know, that you know, and 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 run down. So uh, it makes complete sense to me. There's going to be plenty of people that sit for another week, like me. I'm going to sit for a week. It is risky because it is a 700k player. I think I've got a strong 17 though. I'm very confident in my strong 17, and with my couple of trades, I want to use them when it's do or die. And I've made the top four in a lot of my head to heads, so I am hedging my bets, aren't I? I'm risking my overall, which I always have to do, um, because I want to win some of these cashies, <laughs> you know. So I'm going to sit for a week, but it makes sense to all those people selling because he's got to go um, suspend for the rest of the year. Number two on the list is Taylor May. 4.8% of people are selling him. He's only worth 465000 now. Look, I guess if you take Cleary out of the team and Luai, you've got big worries about that left side of the field. And it really is a big worry for playing May. Let's have a look at his last five games. 65, 50, 47, 53, and 36. Those are not anything to write home about. And quite frankly, you know, he's got um, 106 to kick off his career. He got a 96 in round nine. Uh, you know, there's, there's, they're few and far between. So, look, I don't think the Raiders are the worst matchup. And if you were absolutely forced to play him, you could. But I don't mind the sell. Who are you bringing in, I guess? We'll have a look on the traded in. But, look, you take Cleary and Luai out of that team. You worry about the left and right edge. I wonder if Tall's on the sell. But, you know, you've got to sell May if if um, you need to. He's not the gun, the run-home gun that we sort of thought. And the scores have not been the case, you know, for us, you know, to keep him. Um, on to the number three on the list. It's Mitchell Moses, 587000 so decent enough money. 4.3% of people, oh, poor old people, have probably lost Moses <laughs> And Cleary, you got to sell him. He's gone to basically the end of super coach. So the trade-ins will be interesting in the halfback position. I mean, not really, because it'll be DCE, Hughes, you know, those ones. But we'll see what the split is. It'll be really interesting. Um, yes, you've got to sell Mitch, who, you know, 4.3% of people selling him. Um, Teletale Cooler, 2.2% um, of people selling him. 512100 He's worth pretty good money. What did he do recently? He was a 31 recently, but... The two scores before that, an 83 and a 100, you know, the one before that was a 38. So two 30s and, well, the one before that was a 75. So the last five weeks, you've had a 75, a 38, a 183 and a 31. Three out of five, exceptional. So, um, look, I guess if I was choosing who I'd sell out of Taylor and May or um, Cooler, I'd probably sell Taylor and May because they have a pretty medium draw home, you know, the... the Manly Seagulls, and, you know, I worry about those Panthers, I guess, with losing Luai and Cleary. So um, that's my two cents anyway on that. I'd probably be tempted to hold him. And I guess this matchup against the Parramatta, I mean, it is at home. 
So I don't know if I agree with that one. Um, number five on the list is Jackson Hastings. Gone for the year. 2.1% selling him. I am surprised he's even 2% bloody owned. What's he owned? 9%. You should all sell him. We're 481,000. It's really unfortunate. Um, he was scoring okay, I guess. Five last five weeks. 48, 86, 62, 61. Acceptable. Most of those, it's a real pity um, for him to go. Uh, the next one on the list, people preempting that Paddy Carrigan's going to get suspended for some time. Um, he was a bit of a pod, I guess, for people. He was only 5% five, 5 owned um, the last five weeks for him. Uh, an 82, a 55, a 42, a 77, and a 40. So I don't really think he was doing anything to hurt you. And people are probably predicting that he's going to get time. He will, I think, at least three weeks, maybe more. Um, 523000 he's worth, so get the job done. Uh, selling Ezra, man. People are selling Ezra. Um, 438100 and They must have been lucky and not... Not lost to Moses and, you know, an eighth and Cleary because, you know, obviously he's dual. Maybe you lose a <laughs> – you know, maybe you had Ezra Mam in your 5-8. I don't know. But um, if people are selling him. What did he score last week? A 42. 69, 55, 56, 42. Yeah, if you want. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think he was a run-home guy. I'm, I don't – and none of those on the top of that uh, list from one down to Ezra at seven are a surprise to me at all. Um, probably cooler, maybe. I'd be tempted to hold him. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to hold me. I'm not luxury trading enough. I don't have enough trades to get him out. Um, so they all make sense. Um, number eight on the list is Max King. Uh, people selling him. Um, you know, hopefully it's for someone like Tuppany. He's been scoring quite acceptable. And if you're somebody that is not flush with trades, you're getting plenty enough out of uh, Max King. The last five weeks for him, 68, 57, 53, 62, and a 51 last week. There's nothing terrible, terrible in there. But I guess if people are getting hundreds off Tuppany, you know, 50 from Max King is a big uh, drop. He's been an exceptional player this year. I don't know. I'd be tempted just to hold him there as a third and move someone else on. But he is worth 488000 so it'll be interesting to see which front row of people are bringing in, or second row. Um, oh, anyway, um, Joseph Sawali, he, he has been one of those players that gets – mass traded in and then mass traded out, you know, and mass traded in again, people chasing his hundreds when he gets them. Um, last week wasn't great, was it? It was a 27. So he got a 101, you know, five rounds ago. Uh, people brought him in. Um, then he went and scored a 36. <laughs> then he scored a 50 after that. So people brought him in after the 100 and got rubbish. Then he scored a 100 again, 116 against Newcastle. Everyone brought him in and then it was a 27 last week. You know, you might as well just hold him and play him on matchups, I, I think. 521,100. People are probably going to Val, I guess, but all right, here I'm going to call it. I reckon he tons up this week. <laughs> I reckon Joseph Savali turns up this week. Uh, 521,100. Uh, Meanie, people selling him. 578,700. Look, they say it's an AC joint. They say it's not as bad as they thought. Yes, it's a pity that you're missing this matchup against the Titans. You get Penrith next week, then the Broncos, then the Roosters. Yeah, it's a hard draw home, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so I guess, you know, it's a pity, isn't it? 1.2% of people selling him. I just think if I had Meanie and I was picking him at that stage that people were bringing him in. You're probably planning on holding him for the rest of the year. Goal kicking fullback for the Melbourne Storm. He's every chance of being back next week, you know, or the week after. Maybe you don't have that luxury. All right. You know, I try to hold uh, Suwali or I try to hold Cooler. I'm tipping Suwali for a ton this week. 
Um, but I, you know, I can get around most of those on the traded out. Let's have a look at the traded in. Number one traded in player is Jerome Hughes. I guess I'm a little surprised. I thought it'd be DCE. Um, Jerome, 552,900. Melbourne has a lovely matchup at home to the Gold Coast Titans this uh, week. He's 11% brought in. I covered in my Sunday pod the players that I thought were a good replacement for Ke- uh, Cleary, and I really like Jerome Hughes the most. Um, he's ranked 20th overall this year in Supercoach because he's really consistent. Um, his lowest score of the year is a 44. You know, like he's, he's so consistent. He's got a good floor, but the scoring hasn't been sensational over the last five weeks. Um, 51, 56, 55, 53. Hell, hell of a lot of 50s, which is not a great replacement for Cleary. He was good last week, 78 points against the New Zealand Warriors. And you've got a nice matchup this week for, um, you know, the Melbourne Storm with the Titans. So I don't mind it. I think he is a 100-getter. And I think he – I'll put him and Suwali in my big calls for the week because I think Jerome's going to go large this week. Number two is Nico Hines. You know, if you, you didn't know Nico Hines and you lost Cleary, this is a no-brainer. Nico's good. He always scores well. Well, he got a 47 a couple of weeks ago, but it's, but you know, the weeks before that, 96, 96, 80, and a 74 last week. He's got a nice matchup this week against the St. George Dragons at home, and he's a good captain option as well. So if you look, if you don't own Hines, yes, it makes absolute sense to me to bring him in. Number three on the list is an interesting one for me, Adam Dewey. Um, center wing and 5 uh you know, ability. People are bringing him in. Uh, let's have a look how he's been going since he came back. He's been good. 87 to 51 or 122 last week. It was a very good, he had a ripping game last week. Um, who, who's their run home? Knights this week, a good matchup. Sharks, a hard one. Desperate Roosters might be a hard one for them. St. George and Canberra to finish. I don't mind as a smoky sort of gutsy call to take a punt on someone like Dewey. He's got a super coach friendly game. He's kicking goals, isn't he? Um, And, you know, with Hastings out of there, he's going to probably get his hands on the ball more as well. So um, are people rigging him in at 5'8"? They're getting rid of, you know, well, Cody was okay last week. I don't know who you're getting rid of. Was there a man, maybe, you know, going to Dewey if you had ma'am in your 5'8". Number four on the list is Val Holmes. He I he won me fifty dollars because I predict that he goes up in updates every week. He's not a huge offloader, but he gets updates all the time. He's a he's a fad player. You know, earlier in the year, it was a lot of 40s and 50s, but over the last five weeks, it's been 65, 99, 86, 119, 89. He's about the best player you could probably bring in, I reckon, at the moment. Um, If you've got the trades, he has a Bulldogs matchup away this week, but he's been very, very good. He looks fast and he looks the stepping the running last week though he was on 30 points before he you know turned on the afterburners and you know line break assist try assist for drink water and i was a drink water person so i guess i'll take it but i've missed fell and he's one that i him and tuppany are two that you know gives me the shits that i missed him um and he's worth seven hundred nine thousand. if you're selling these people like cooler and suwali i guess i think Val is an upgrade I wouldn't sell Suwali. I'd sell Cooler and May, you know, and get yourself a Val Holmes. Number five on the list is Adam Reynolds. I'm surprised. I guess, you know, DCE got a shit score last week. As much as people chase 
chase points, I think sometimes people get spooked by points as well because they didn't go as well the week before. I, I definitely prefer Daily Cherry Evans over Adam Reynolds. But 3.9% of people are bringing Reynolds in. He um, was good last week, wasn't he? 74. The last five weeks, a 49, a 32, a 63, a 94, and a 74. So you've got two good scores over the last two weeks. And an okay one, you know, over the last three. His three-round average is good. His five-round is not as good. Um, is he, he, he's somebody that has an ability to get a ton. I covered him on my options. I just said I'm a little worried that he could get injured at any minute. And if you lose Cleary for the year and you're exhausting a trade, you go to someone like Adam Reynolds, there's a chance he could get injured and go out for the rest of the year, which is a worry for me. I don't know if I'd do it. I, I think DC is a bit more durable uh, and he's got more hundreds as well. Um, you know, he's got two hundreds. Uh, A-Ray, DC's got three. I think he's got a bit bit of a floor, better floor. His lowest score of the year is a 32, which is good. Him and uh, Hughes, I think, have got that really decent enough floor, you know, in your uh, in your halfback spot. You know, but uh, well, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, Jeremiah Nanai, he's next on the list. He is an absolute bloody weapon. An absolute weapon. He has been so, so good. I, I, I just, he's, or after Origin, we've seen him go 91, 75, 77, 70, 104, and then he updated to 158 last week. He's got a Bulldogs matchup this week. I'm not going to criticize anybody for bringing in Jeremiah and I. That's a real great move. I don't think he's going to stop. I really don't. Um, he has been a weapon. And he, oh, you know, I'd, I'd bring him in if I had the luxury of bringing him in. Um, number seven on the list is Scott Drinkwater. He, he was on the top sell last week after he got hooked and got 30. And then last week he tons up, so everybody's bringing him again. It's a, a very reactionary, isn't it? Um, his last five weeks have been a 50, an 87, a 41, a 36, and this 106. So in my view, that's only two out of the last five scores have been great. The other three have been pretty shit. So I don't know if I'd be bringing in Drinkwater. Um, I own him, and I've, I'm okay with owning him. I don't mind the matchup this week, but I don't know if I'd bring him in just quietly. I would much prefer, um, you know, Cam Munster. You can get Cam Munster for under 100K. You know, I'd prefer him. Um, you know, but look, each to their own. Are you bringing him in at fullback? I don't know. I wouldn't bring him in at fullback at all. And in 5'8", I just don't know. Two out of his... Five have been good in the last five weeks. He's just a bit um, relies so much on attack, you know. Um, so, look, I don't know if I agree with that one. I don't know if I agree with Adam Reynolds. Um, number eight on the list is Joe Tappany. He is having an absolute roaring year. He has been so good all year. He's got a low score of 44 for the year, which is an exceptional floor. He's got his first ton of the year last week, 113 points. That was with a sim bin. <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. Uh, I'm, uh, he's one of those ones I'm not going to be able to get. Look, I got a 70 from uh, Lolo, which I'll accept. His last five weeks, 82, 94, 74, 73, and 113 last week. Offloads, tackle breaks. He is an absolute man-possessed. I get it. 3.4% of you bringing him in, bring him in. It's good moves. And I don't think you're going to get anything worse off him. He's going to still, in 50 minutes, he gets 70s. You're going to get a low of 70 from him for the rest of the year. 
The Raiders have a pretty good draw home. Number nine on the list, this is where I'd expect to see Adam Reynolds for you, Pod Hunters, and I'd expect uh, Daily Cherry Evans to be up higher than Adam Reynolds. 2.9% of people are replacing Cleary with Daily Cherry Evans. You know, overall for the season, he's at uh, 21. You know, he's had a pretty good year, DCE. Yes, he's probably got a slightly worse floor than a Hughes. He's got a 29 in there, 31, you know, um, and a 46 are his low. And the real sad thing is the 31 and the 46 have come in the last two weeks. But what I will say about DC is the score, the three scores before that. So his five-run average is very good, 73, 118, 111. Um, then he went 31 and 46. All of his players are back this week. They've got a medium draw home. I like DCE as an option to bring in. I think if you're replacing Cleary, the two best options in the halfback position that you can go with are Jerome Hughes and Daly Cherry Evans. That's my opinion. Um, you can go and pod hunt and grab it at Reynolds if you like. Um, and I think Sam Walker's a nice smoky too. He's not on the top list here. Number 10 on the list is Cameron Munster. If you didn't know the Mad Dog, <laughs> you got to get the Mad Dog. Look, he doesn't... What has he got this year? Three, four hundreds? Is he? One, two, three, four hundreds? He's a hundred getter when he wants to. The last five weeks has been 43, 87, 81, 62, 74. So not too damaging, but Gold Coast this week is a lovely matchup. You know, you lose Meany out of there as well. He's going to do even more Mad Dog. If you don't own him, get him in. 2.9%. I... Don't know if I love Scott Drinkwater. I don't know if I love Adam Reynolds on there. Um, everything else looks Mickey Mouse to me. Um, look, uh, VCs and Cs this week. I've got to get me notes. I dropped them. Here we go. VCs and Cs. I think the bunnies um, are a good... Uh, hang on. The roosters... Come on, Ado. What are you doing, mate? Here. Read your notes properly, buddy. Um, VC, I don't mind coming from the Rooster game. First game up for the round, um, your obvious candidates. It's going to be a Teddy or a Manu. Um, don't do your favour, Manu, now. It's like, you know, it's hard to, you know, knock him against Teddy. You say it's Teddy because he got that 150 the week before. But Manu's going to hog the ball, I think, again this week. Teddy or Manu, take your pick. You know, last week it was Manu that came out on top. This week it could be Teddy. He loves this, the SCG. This week he's done some amazing scores. I like both of them as a VC. Um, I like the sh the um, Storm. Um, you know, there's not huge ceiling play. Would you VC a Harry Grant? No, because you could probably get 80 out of him. Cheese is back on the bench as well, but you could VC Munster, um, which I don't mind. I don't mind a Munster VC. Um Maybe Hughes, if you saw him on the list as one, I think he could turn up for sure this week. So maybe a Munster or Hughes as a VC. Um, look, I think the most popular captain of the week is probably going to be Hines at home against the Dragons. And if that's the case and you do decide that you want a captain Hines, you could VC um, a, a Bunny. You know, you could go a Cook or Trell. Look, Cook has been very, you know, reliable. We haven't seen as many tons from him. And look, we saw a 50 from Latrell last week. I definitely wouldn't do it with Cody. Um, but it's a very nice matchup. I think you could probably um, VC one of those if you would like a slice of them. Um, alternatively, if you're doing a, you know, a Rooster VC or a Storm VC, would you captain a Cook or a, a, a Trell? Yes. I, I really think... I don't, I don't see Trell having two bad games in a row. It wasn't a great game last week. It isn't at their home ground. It's at Sunshine Coast Stadium. So maybe I'd err away from it. 
Um, but if you really, really want a slice of it, it's a nice matchup <laughs> against the Warriors. That you know, if you just want a slice of that matchup, you know, I think that you could go with Trell this week, and I could see him turning up. I could see Cook turning up too. Uh, but I think Hines is going to be the popular captain of the week at home to the Dragons. I like him there. Hines just scores so well. He's pretty safe. And if he, you know, last week people captained him and, you know, um, he got 70 points. You know, what did he update? He updated to 70, 74. Over his last five weeks, it's been 96, 96, 80, 47, 74. So four out of five times in the last five weeks, you could have captained Hines and you would have got a good score. I think he's due for a ton, isn't he? You know, they could they could really... Um, I think they're warming up in the season, actually. And you've not got Kennedy there. So maybe um, Hines chimes in on those backline plays a bit more, which Kennedy does, you know, for those um, Sharks. So, uh, look, I like him as a captain. And I also, you know, if you really want to go a Cowboy against the Bulldogs, um, you could. There's an away game for the Cowboys. But I think your drink water and your Vals are being close to tons. Well, Vals a little bit more consistent you know, over the last five weeks than drink water. Drink water was good last week. Um, I think maybe I'd prefer Val. I don't know if I'd take a risk on drink water. Here is a risk over, you know, um, Trell as well. You know, he just just doesn't touch the ball. They can move him out to centres again. It could be a worry. But look, they're... You know, it's a good, it's a soft matchup. I think the Bulldogs are a better matchup than the Warriors. Um, so, you know, for me, I'm going to probably VC either a Chook or a Storm, probably a Chook again. I'll probably do a Chook at home to the Broncos, and I'll probably captain Nico Hines. It's an all-important week, although if you're up against me in the head-to-heads, I I am absolutely probably lying. (laughs) No, I'll adjust if I need to to someone else. I'll have backup plans. Don't you worry about me. I know what I'm doing. Um, But good luck this week, guys. Uh, You know, if you were down to your last trade, you know, maybe sit on it. And just if you've got a strong 17, um, if you've got two you, and you've got a strong 17, you could uh, wait as well. But, you know, it's going to be, I think it could be a good scoring round this week. I don't think there's any horrible matchups, you know, where someone's going to blunt out someone else too much. Um, so good luck this week, guys. And we'll talk to you on Sunday night. This is a request from a Kiwi friend of mine. I'm going to give it my best, bro. I remember this song. I got you. Brother Pella's in the back, sweet Zinna's in the front, cruising down the freeway in the hot, hot sun. Suddenly real blue lights flash us from behind, loud voice booming, please step out onto the line. Pella picked words of comfort, Zina just hides her eyes, policeman taps his shades, is that a Chevy 69? How bizarre. How bizarre, how bizarre. Destination unknown as we pull in for some gas. A freshly painted poster reveals a smile from the pack. Elephants and acrobats, lion, snakes, monkey. Pella speaks righteous, Celazina says funky. How bizarre. How bizarre, how bizarre. Ooh, baby. It's making me crazy. It's making me crazy. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. It's in my face. 
Ringmaster steps up, says elephants left the town. People jump in joy, found the clowns and stuck around. TV news and cameras, there's choppers in the sky. Marines, police, reporters, us, wherefore and why. Pella says we're out of here, Zena says right on. Making moves and starting grooves before they knew we were gone. Jumped into the Chevy, headed for the big lights. Wanna know the rest? Hey, by the rights, how bizarre. How bizarre, how bizarre. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. It's making me crazy. Making me crazy. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. It's in my face. Making me crazy. It's making me crazy. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. It's in my face. It's making me crazy. Every time I look around. Every time I look around Every time I look around It's in my face